0: All right, cool. Welcome, everybody, to Money, Power, and Influence podcast with myself, B.C., and the legendary Arash Dibazar. Uh Today's going to be a very special episode, as is every other episode, so I wanted to say hi to my esteemed guest, Arash, see how he's doing, and then we'll get started. What's up, Arash?
1: Well, I'm doing really good, brother. I've uh, had quite an insight into life in the last six, seven days, about I don't know how many days ago it was, and uh really just shifted my my reality of life, and it's not the first one. It probably won't be the last one. Uh, but um, I took a little bit of time, which I rarely, if ever, do. Ever, I don't. I don't recall doing that in my life. Uh, to try to decide what my participation will be in, in life after knowing what I know. So I decided uh, that I'd be back and teaching and communicating. So. That's really all I can say about it until I answer some questions. What's going on with you?
0: Awesome, man. Yeah. Um, You know, what's funny is uh, I just did a Facebook Live, and I was talking about this. uh, The last, like, week or 10 days, as far as shit happening that's completely out of my control that could go wrong has been happening, but from the outside perspective, you know, I've been making more products and pushing harder. So, to the public eye, I'm on another level as far as action and growth, but, if somebody was really to put a magnifying glass on on what's going on, there's a lot of like chaos going on as far as you know just bad luck or whatever you want to call it. And I wanted to touch on that a little bit today as we get deeper into the call because I think that's definitely one of the the most important things is I and you know we name this podcast, Money, Power and Influence, the influence I have on myself is is tremendous, and I think that's probably one of the most important things that people forget is in order for you to influence other people on a higher level. It starts with you. You have to really be able to take control of your process and be able to influence yourself in order to achieve the life that you want and take the actions necessary uh, in order for you to really have breakthroughs and, and make it because, you know, I'm not special for having these challenges and problems with my business. I'm sure you have it even on a higher level. It's just how we respond and what we do in those moments and what is the result of it, I believe, is what makes us special. Um, and I'm sure you've been going through a lot of uh, basically on the same wavelength, right? I'm sure you've been having tremendous amounts of chaos too at times, and you have all these challenges, but you just happen to break through. And I kind of wanted to start with that and and get your input a little bit. Um, Was there, I mean, first of all, uh, just from your perspective, how important is it uh, to you, Arash, to really uh, always seek to achieve mastery as far as having a tremendous amount of ability to influence yourself and your thoughts and feelings and emotions and actions?
1: Well, I think that um, that's the thing, right? I think that I would definitely answer the question differently last week as now I'm in a different place in my life. And I think that ultimately um, if we take a better look and say that how much mastery do you have over your own state of mind, over your own process of living, right? That becomes the ultimate level of mastery because you know, we we do so much with influencing others and um selling and you know, we we're successful individuals and we become more and more successful, but my success has been directly proportional with uh my ability to influence and control my own reality, uh meaning how I experience life, my own states of mind, how do I deal with emotions, how do I deal with the ups and downs of life and it's an interesting question. You know, I haven't I just came from doing jujitsu and I haven't trained for about a year or so. And so the people that, you know, saw me, hey, how are you, how's everything, you know, and that's a very difficult question to answer because how am I and how's everything, I don't even know where to begin with that. I, I can tell you that uh, I have a lot more understanding of life, that uh, life continues to do what life does, which is challenge everyone, uh, and I'm now uh, better at handling those challenges, and with with power comes responsibility. I mean, that's an old saying, I think, <laughs> in Spider-Man, so... But it's very true, it's very true, and I think everybody listening to this podcast, ultimately, you know, whether we're seeking more money or better relationships or better cars, better houses, whatever, more knowledge, what we're really trying to do is gain a better understanding of our own process so that we're happier somehow. And so if we don't actually handle ourselves and we seek the next experience, For the fulfillment of ourselves, like if I had more money, then I would definitely be okay, and if I had more, better relationships, and blah, blah, blah. And those things, we, we of course, strive for those, but we are not to lose ourselves in seeking those things. What happens is people seek those things, even meditation and spiritual progress, they seek those things because they want to feel a sense of freedom. And I feel that personally, that, that sense of freedom that everybody has been looking for, including myself, I now have it um, just by knowing the truth of certain subjects, which uh, really just blew my mind. And so now I can see, you know, as I was teaching one of my girlfriends lecture lecture yesterday, I said, you know, um, now you can really begin to have an effect on the world. Now you can really begin to truly make some money because you're not attached to money. Now you can really begin to have some great relationships because you're not attached to the relationships. It's the attachment to the outcome that actually prevents and creates a certain level of tension internally that everybody has, really. But uh, the masters, the ones who I studied, the ones who I wanted to learn from, those rare few people, individuals who showed up on this planet and were able to live a different way, those people didn't have that tension. And I really get what that is now. So um, I think ultimately that's what we're doing, where everybody's just uh, dealing with their internal issues and seeking some kind of external release from it. That may have been way too deep. Let's do a new podcast called Philosophy 101. Let's <laughs> put that in
0: there. Spot on, brother. You know, I, I love that last piece about uh, lack of attachment, not being attached. And, you know, as you were saying that, I was, you know, reminiscing that, like, when I started a business and kind of going through my process and development, and that was one of one of the things that, um, I noticed as I began to relieve myself of that attachment to that same degree in my life and more control of myself improved as well. So, you know, I did, and we have been getting uh, so many questions, and I can never get to them. I kind of wanted to hit some questions today. Um, I do have five or six, and I know uh, it definitely is in line with what we teach and everything that we do. And one question that came in that uh, I think is a great one, and we can definitely shed some light on it, uh, the question came in, it was, how do you come up with ideas to make products? And when I heard the question, uh, I immediately thought of one of my processes, and then I'll pass it to you, Arash. When I'm now, especially, um, and and I honestly have uh, you to thank, Arash, because I saw lately just the amount of uh, products you've been releasing, and at the frequency that you're doing it, and I said, wow, like you know, th- th- this is how it's done, and that inspired me. And now I'm starting to create uh, products, and I noticed if I could condense it into a short paragraph, what inspires me to make a product or how I create a product is as I'm living my life and a conversation unfolds or I have a moment of inspiration or if something in my current reality happens and I observe it and I see it, then I can take that moment and package it up into a product or a part of a product. And that's kind of my process. And lately the two products that I've created, and my next one's coming out tomorrow, it's been all around conversation, persuasion, and and kind of like the sales umbrella. And if people are having conversations, some people are using some of these techniques without even realizing it. And I'm sitting there listening, and then I jot down some notes and say, boom, that's a technique that I can teach right there that people aren't even aware that they're using. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the process that I use currently uh, as far as coming out with products. How about you, Arash?
1: Yeah, that's great. And what's your product coming out tomorrow? What's it called?
0: It's called Dynamic Persuasion. It's actually, this one's really, cool. really, really honed in on sales.
1: Yeah, it's a great name.
0: Uh, for me, we have to define
1: product. And product I learned, um, definition I use comes from L. Ron Hubbard. And don't I'm not quoting him. Uh, it's just like sub, uh, sub, what do you call it? course it's not acceptable. it's not verbatim, whatever it is, but basically my understanding of the product was something that is exchangeable with somebody else that they would exchange something valuable for, something valuable to somebody else that I created a product. and so how do I come up with the products? I know what it is that people seek from me. you know they seek my state of mind and my ability to communicate and influence others and so every um, for okay L- let's talk about this if we go anywhere on the planet and deal with any other creature except mankind. They don't have a concept of going to work, you see. They don't have a work, okay, now I'm going to work, now I'm going to go home. What they do is they live. And their living is their job. And I I, I just love that because that's what my life is. And I made it like this. I don't go to work. I am living my work every minute. And so part of my living is I have to educate. My girlfriends, I have three girlfriends, I have to educate them on the process of life and what I know so that we could have a better relationship, so that they could be more influential and more professional in my businesses. They work for me. And I know how valuable these lessons are. So my, my products recently have been, when I have these talks with them, which I would do whether or not there was any other individual on the planet or not that I was going to sell this to because this is my life and me bettering the people around me, I record it. And the difference is that I go through now, like for example, my last product was the Seventh Seal and this was new for me in that I honed in on a few very specific um, ways of, of of living. And when I finished it and the... And the testimonials that have come from the 7 seal. I mean they're, they're really, I mean, if I, okay if I didn't know me <laughs> and I read one of the testimonials I'd say either this is complete pure bullshit, he's paying people to say this or if it's true then what the fuck like there's, what, what is in that product that's the level it's coming out and so I got so inspired and a day after the 7 seal came out I, I decided I was going to create my next product and this time I was going to start with a name which was really, really fun, actually. And I was like, okay, what is a name that I want? So I started just thinking and thinking, and then I'm not going to say what it is right now, but I came up with this name, a word, you know, a word that just moved me. And I took that word, and I fully defined it for myself. And I said, okay, now, in these upcoming uh, months, or in this upcoming month for me to create this new product, which I want it to be better than The Seventh Seal, I'm going to teach things that systematically align with and are part of this this concept this word. so this is the first time where I'm actually totally tailoring my product to the title and I tell you I'm having a really fun time like it's more fun for me to do it like this. last night, I finished my fourth lecture on the subject, and uh it's unreal so yeah, fuck. I mean, if people like the Seven Seal, which they loved it, this one is going to blow their minds. And that's the process. The process is, it's something that's valuable to others, and I know it. It's something that I would do for my own life to better the people around me, so I'm just going to package it up and give it to others so they can improve their lives. That's how I do my, my products and, and create them. And, again, I've done a lot of products recently, so I'm learning how to do it even better. And so I think the process of creating the name first, it's like a show. You're going to create a show. And I wanted the concept this time. You know, this is my my new product is like a show. It's like you get into a, a theater in Vegas and you go to Cirque du Soleil, uh, uh, um, Allegria or, or whatever the fuck they're called, you know, Duralyon or, or whatever. So I'm really excited on how I'm doing this one. But that's how I go about doing it.
0: Awesome. That's great. And I think one thing we share in common, and I know a lot of the higher level people who are selling products that affect the whole world share this in common too, is, you know, it's not coming from a point of us wanting to make money or just, just to make it to make it. It's like in the case of you and your girlfriends, you're educating them because they work for you and you, and you want to make them better. Same thing with me with training my staff and, and my team and even some of the stuff I'm doing myself is, you know, I, when I create these things and all, pretty much all my products I give to, um, kind of like you're doing where you record and then you're teaching your girlfriends and then you package it up and, and you sell it, I'm doing the same thing with the people around me and my team, my real estate team, And I I just know it's like, wow, like this product that I made, I mean, I I did want to make a product, but at the same time, this was just a teaching, and now it can really benefit other people. And I think that's that's the foundation, is it's made to educate and benefit others. And I think that's the disconnect with a lot of people, is they're like, oh, I just want to make a product to make some money, when if you focused on the creation of the product and and the benefit it's going to have to the other person, whether you're training or selling it as a product for other people, it's really going to make it shine, and the testimonials, I love that you brought that up too, the testimonials I got uh, for the second one, because I've already given it to about um, three people uh, that I promised I would give it to, uh, it's just like, wow, it's like they're writing these testimonials, and I laughed when you said, uh, this has to be complete bullshit, because <laughs> that's kind of what I thought too, they write such a, a passionate and like detailed testimonial, it almost seems like people are are like part of a cult, you know what I mean, and uh, so... Uh, another question that we got that was really uh, interesting to me, and uh, I think this is a phenomenal question, It is how to be more effective in any endeavor that you do. And when, when I got this question, um, you know, it really, this is something I get in comment, I'm sure you get it all the time too, Arash, because uh, we live in a world now where the average person is so caught up in their head. And I I hear the term being thrown around as the phrase like analysis paralysis where people are just thinking, 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 thinking and nobody's taking action. Um, With me, kind of a model that I follow and again, for everybody listening, uh, this is my opinion and this is how I live. I'm not saying you have to live by it but uh, I think um, this was in the book The Secrets to the Millionaire Mind by T. Becker. It was um, ready, fire, aim. And what I mean by that is... uh, When you aim, the average person, when they aim, that's when they get in this mode of, oh, every piece has to be perfect, oh, I need to to plan this, okay, well, I need to have this ready. And they get in this mode where they're thinking and they're not taking action, but because they're thinking about what they wanna do, they have like this false sense of accomplishment that they are actually doing something. And I see 99% of people doing that, especially in my industry in real estate. It's like, oh, I'm getting this new system, and I'm plugging in all the numbers. And while everybody's doing that, I'm the only person out there knocking on doors, talking to people, you know, meeting clients and getting shit done. And 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 that really would, would be what I would tell somebody. It's like, stop trying to figure out everything and take action. And you're gonna slip, you're gonna fall regardless if you plan or not. Pick yourself up and keep taking action because it's this constant focus on trying to have all the details and everything perfectly in line and, oh, you know, I can do it tomorrow or I have to wait until the time is right, all the shit that's floating around in people's head, when in reality, if you just pick what it it is that you want to do, like if you wanted to create a book, I would tell a person, get a general idea of what it is that you want to talk about, get on the computer if you're going to type and just start typing and then worry about fixing it later, but I'll see somebody commit to doing it and then I'll talk to them two weeks later like, oh yeah, I'm still, you know, kind of talking some ideas around and they didn't even sit down and type one word yet on the freaking computer. So, um, you know, if somebody asked you that question, Arash, what would you tell them?
1: I think that's, a, that's really like nailed it right there because I just made a note today in my phone actually about that subject. As I was studying today, I uh, came across that idea of how just hesitating is killing everyone, and I, I never thought about it uh, like that, you know, because I, I didn't. Uh, to be honest, I never even analyzed it like that. I didn't think, "Am I hesitating? Am I not hesitating?" It, it wasn't even a concept in my head, but so that's why we study. So I came across that idea of hesitation, and then I immediately ran it through my computer, which is my head. Basically, ran it through my head, and I started to look for examples to see if it was true or not, you know, and I and I noticed something. I noticed how much more effective I will be when I just cut out the hesitation. So ready, fire, aim, that's what it reminds me of. And um, that's all I can say about it right now is that I never thought about whether or not I hesitate because I, I'm, you know, I'm a man of action. I do, I live life and I do what i got to do. But even for myself, uh, analyzing it, I was surprised at how many times I have um, slowed down my progress by taking a little bit more time than than is necessary to get the job done. So I think that, you know, you, you nailed it and, and uh, that would be my advice right now too.
0: Awesome. Now, shifting gears, this next question I think is great and I, I want to ask you first because I know this is more your field than mine and you definitely have more expertise in it and it, it's I know we haven't really talked about power yet specifically on the podcast, and I think this question is perfect for that. And the, the listener asked, how do you check yourself at the end of each day to see if power is overtaking you instead of you using it? And uh, I thought that was kind of general, so when I asked them again, I, I asked them, I said, so basically, you're asking about the fine line if you're abusing your power or not, right? So I guess if we were to condense that to a simpler question, it would be, how, to, how do you check to see if you're utilizing your power or you're abusing it?
1: an uh, individual who doesn't have power, you know, because uh, it's one of those things. It's like the person doesn't have power, and they wonder, they have all these, no, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was fucking Donald Trump asking the question. He has a lot of power. But but I, I'm just gonna have to go with what what the question sounds like in my head. And I'll tell you why it sounds like that. Because I don't have that thought. You know, if you if you have power, uh, because you earned power, unless it were given power, and and then you might have that question. So, but if you earned your power. Um. I just don't question it. Maybe I should. Fuck. Who knows, right? Maybe I'm just a tyrant running around, not not aware of my employees and friends and students and shit like that. But, but I don't think so. I don't think so at all. So sometimes a person will not have power, and they'll ask that question as an excuse for not having power. I've seen this a thousand times. I've seen this a thousand times in so many different fields. For example, a guy will say, you know, um, I don't, I don't really want to learn uh, seduction of women or pickup of women because, um, I, you know, I want to be genuine. I want to be able to speak uh, as I am and not manipulate. And he has this whole list of reasons why, right? And yet, yet I said, okay, well then, fuck it, don't, don't, don't learn, right? Now go out there and do everything you said. Be yourself. Don't manipulate and go get the girl. And the dude's frozen. He's not even talking to girls. So these are questions that arise before one actually is in that situation many times. It's like the same thing I see with people talking about money. The poor people are always telling you how money is and and how money corrupts people. And I haven't seen money corrupt anybody. I've just seen money make whatever's there more. It hasn't corrupted me. Sure as fuck I know that. And uh, so... I think the question is being asked from a perspective of somebody who wants power, doesn't have it, and wants a thousand discussions about it and blogs about it. And uh, that's not how how it works. That's not
0: how it works. I agree, man. And the first, like, two thoughts came to my mind, Um, and you said one right away, that the person didn't earn their power they were given it and then what you touched on about uh, the example with money, that it amplifies what you already are. I thought either they were given the power, right, and that's why they're abusing it, or uh, because they were maybe like an evil person already, and now that they have the power, they can magnify what they're doing. So that's that's kind of where my mind went when I heard that, and I I would say you pretty much covered that. So uh, that same person asked me, what um, what are some things that you must do or say, and they're asking us personally, every morning and night? And when I heard this question, I immediately went to my, my rituals. And as far as what I say, you know, one one mantra or affirmation I got that, you know, I, I've seen you say before, Arash, that I think is great, is every day in every way, it's getting better and better. That's something that I tell myself constantly, especially Like, uh, earlier, you know, I got another call that one of our uh, real estate deals fell out of contracts, which is normal in the industry, and what was my immediate reaction to that? I told myself out loud while I was still on the phone with my team member, I said, every day in every way it's getting better and better. And that right there already put a smile on my face, right? And it it changed the feeling immediately. So that's something I tell myself in the morning and at night. Now, as far as what I do, there's certain rituals that I do. When I wake up, I meditate, I journal, and I spend some time educating myself. Within the first hour to hour and a half that I wake up, I'm reading a book, I'm watching a YouTube video on a subject that I want to learn more in depth. Those are the three things that I do immediately when I wake up. And at night, I, do, I don't I do journal again at night, but I do review my goals. And I, I make sure that right before I go to sleep and close my eyes, like what I'm gunning for what I want out of this life, I'm constantly seeing it and activating my uh, my RAS system. How about you, Arash?
1: Uh, what is the RAS? Can you define that?
0: Um, the reticular activating system, sorry. Uh, I've been listening to Tony Robbins so much and I assume everybody knows it.
1: <laughs> so what is that?
0: Well, the reticular activating system, the best example I've heard of that is like, uh, let's say like when you got your Prius, now that you're in it more you're using it more, and it's a part of your current reality, you'll suddenly start seeing more Priuses out of nowhere.
1: oh yeah, I got it, okay,
0: I got it okay, well, um, what do I say to
1: myself? I really think it just comes down to one thing, but it's not i'm not I'm not doing that anymore so that's the problem but if i if if I'm saying anything to myself, it's very simple. this whole thing is an illusion. Reality is fluid, and it's not, it's not what it appears to be. <laughs> that's, that's it for me now. It's not, I don't need to do a million different things in order to resolve my own personal issues. And I think that's what I've been trying to somehow – well, I haven't. I haven't really been communicating about this. Like I said, six, seven days ago, I had quite a, uh, a life-altering realization. I made a video today that I entitled it, Where Have You Been or Where Have I Been or some shit like that. And I kind of briefly touched on it. But I don't have the same mind as I did before. It's different. It's kind of like if – you know, they always said if you – and the truth uh, – you should know the truth and the true sh- truth shall set you free. So it's a kind of a big claim, but now I've been living with it for a while. I, it hasn't faded. It hasn't gone away. Um, I, I think it might be just because my experience has shown me that, you know, I have felt incredible and it's gone away. And it's not even feeling incredible, I just I just see a truth of something. So now if if there's an issue, um, it's very simple. I just remind myself that reality is an illusion and it's fluid and it's not what it appears to be. And that is enough for me to uh not have any major issues with whatever the fuck is happening. So that, that you guys can try that, but you would have to have an understanding before it works. But hey, who knows? Try it.
0: Yeah, man, very deep indeed. I agree. So I'll ask the last question, and I'll throw it to you first, Arash. Uh, this came from another one of our listeners. He said, and he asked, How does subliminally have the upper hand in a negotiation? How to
1: subliminally have the upper hand in what? In negotiation?
0: Yeah, in a negotiation. Like, let's say I meet with somebody, a client, and I want to, um, I don't know, somehow have a subliminal advantage, maybe with my body language or whatever it is, from a point of view of, like, persuasion and influence.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, right now, I have quite a a subliminal advantage over many people, um, if not everybody. So, I can't say everybody, because that would just be quite a general statement, but... Uh, when people get in front of me or on the phone with me or, you know, I I do have a, in in quotes, subliminal advantage. And there's a reason for that. And the reason for that is that I um, have a model, you could say, of reality or an aspect or a perception of reality that is senior to whatever the person in front of me has. And so because of that, subliminally, um, they will pick up that that I have an advantage. Because no matter what they give me, whether it's a money or sex or compliments or the opposite, you know, they try to rob me or they take away a relationship, you know, the threat of a girlfriend leaving or the client leaving or trying to badmouth me and then you know all that all the nonsense um i i won't be moved either way i don't it's not it's not a a factor for me you know as they think would be it's just not it's something else it's it's processed differently in my mind so a person will subconsciously which is what you're talking about subliminally like you know this is the same thing really the person will subconsciously pick up from the tone of my voice the posture of my body, the relaxation of my face, and my reaction to life, they'll pick up quickly that I am—I um, have an advantage. Uh, the only way to really affect me properly would be to um, contribute to what I'm doing, and that would be to help people. So I think that if I was going to break that down for others, I would say that if you are um, you know, in engagement with somebody like you're you're trying to sign up a client or seduce a woman, ask yourself this question. Who knows more about life? <laughs> that person will ultimately have the advantage subliminally because we're all living life. So I think that's what it is. That's why, you know, it's like Socrates said, know thyself. <laughs> you got to know who you are. And Sun Tzu said, you know, in a thousand battles, if you know yourself and you know your enemy, you will not be defeated. So you got to know yourself. And I think that that's, again, like we kind of started on this, Um you're worried about how to have the subliminal advantage over somebody else. And I'm wondering if I got into, a, I'm not talking to you, Brian, I'm talking to whoever asked you the question. If, if we got into a conversation for an hour, 10 minutes or 15 or 20 minutes, and you try to like pull a fast one on me or manipulate my emotions in some sort of way by trying to compliment me or hate on me or or bribe me, how quickly would a person recognize that I'm not going to be moved by external circumstances like that? And the moment that they recognize that, how quickly would they know that I have the advantage because the only offers that I would be giving would be offers not that the person can give me something that would make me greater. If my offer is accepted, it's something that will make life greater than and I. So I think that you have the advantage subliminally when your solution to a problem is greater than the person in front of you. If it's not, then you're trying to manipulate them, and subconsciously, subliminally, you're weaker.
0: Awesome, yeah. Uh, you hit the <laughs> the nail on the head. I really don't have anything else to add to that. Um, so... You know, our, our time's pretty much up, Arash. I just wanted to leave this final portion here for anybody who's actually on the call right now. You can press star two to raise your hand and ask a question. Uh, in the meantime, uh, while I give them a minute or so to raise their hand, Arash, is there any announcements you want to make as far as any new products you have coming out or any events you're gonna you're gonna be hosting that uh, you would like to call yeah. our listeners yeah. to get in on?
1: Yeah, totally, man, totally. I mean, I haven't done this in years, but I'm having an event in San Jose for two days. And I'm calling it, it's called Metamorphosis, Total Transformation. And uh, I I promise you guys, uh, whoever is listening to this, uh, by the way, the date is, let me look at the calendar here. Uh, I'm so not good with these things. (laughs) I like that self-talk. March 20, no, March 17, March 18th, which is Saturday, and March 19th, Sunday, (coughs) March 18th and 19th. Um, I'm doing an event two days here. And it is absolutely, like, without a doubt, going to completely alter the way you look at the world. And not only that, I have already a lesson plan, uh, which I never do. But I tell you the reason why I created this event. uh, I say I never do because I normally just teach from the top of my head, and I still will. But I have specific uh, techniques of the mind right now that I've been working on for a while, that I've put down for this event. I want people to show up. I want them to leave. And I want them to be completely changed. And I want them to go and tell the world that what they experienced with me, metamorphosis, is unlike anything they've ever experienced. I've only taken five people. I already have one sign-up and one promise. So that leaves four, possibly three people. Okay, You go to com. And you can sign up for that, okay? And then April 1st, which is April Fool's Day, will be my next product, but I'm not going to talk about that yet. What is it you have going on, brother?
0: Awesome, man. And I can tell you guys from experience, I've been to, I think there's only been one event that I haven't been to that Rosh hosted because uh, I had a schedule conflict with a real estate conference I had to speak at. And I can tell you guys that they get better and better, and they're definitely worth every penny plus more. Um I yeah I have dynamic persuasion coming out tomorrow at 7 p.m. You just go to my website francassala.com and it's going to be 97 for the first 24 hours. This product is kind of tied to elite communication, the one I previously made. Um, but it, it's it's really this one's really interesting. I, I really even to a higher degree enjoyed making this one because I know whether you're selling or whether you're in conversation with a woman or whatever it is, a lot of these things are that I teach in that product. Oh, man, it's going to give you, like, a superpower as far as persuasion and influence. Um, Also, uh, I've been starting, and I started one last night with Pablo uh, from Style Systems. He's another coach at Seductive Instinct also. We're we're going to start doing talks uh, similar to the format that you're doing uh, with Vince Arash, just around the subjects of money and image, just to bring it more to people's uh, conscious level because – you know the more i get into it with uh, with Pablo and the more i get i study and get into sales more i realize that people are missing out and they don't realize the importance of these things so uh, i'm going to start doing some talks with him too just to just to give some extra value and really put people in the right mindset to get their life together man because at the end of the day especially if you're a man we're talking survival here you know it's 2017 you need to get your money right like uh, you're old enough if you're 18 or older Get it together. And I still feel like there's not enough importance in that. There's a lot of bullshit out there. So what these talks are going to do is going to give you a little bit of extra value, get you on the right track, and really put you into the right mindset in order to get out there and, and really go after what you really want without apology, for sure. So uh, any last plugs, Arash, or are we going to end it?
1: No, that's it. I'm excited about your product coming out. I'll be the first customer. So um, that's it. We'll take it from there.
0: Awesome, brother. All right, guys. We'll see you uh, next week, same time.
1: See you guys later. See you guys. The conference is now completed. Goodbye.